Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at nortonsimon.org. Support for Alaist comes from Visual Communications, presenting VC Film Fest, celebrating 40 years of Asian and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander filmmaking, with over 200 films May 1st through 10th. Info at festival.vcmedia.org. It's Film Week on Alaist 89.3. I'm Larry Mantle. Filmmaker Vim Vendors is best known in the U.S. for his narrative movies Paris, Texas and Wings of Desire, as well as popular and influential documentaries on musicians and artists, perhaps Buena Vista Social Club being the best example. But his latest narrative film, Perfect Days, stars the terrific Japanese actor Koji Yakusho as a Tokyo restroom cleaner. It's a two-hour slice of life that highlights the man's daily routines and ways in which he finds beauty in his world. Vendors directed and co-wrote Perfect Days. Vim Vendors, so good to have you with us today on Film Week. Thank you, Larry. Where did the idea for Perfect Days originate? Well, it was a quite a strange way because it started on a different foot. I got invited last year, early last year, to come to Tokyo and see if I'd be interested in making a series of short documentary subjects on architects and their creations and this time it wasn't it was famous architects 15 famous architects and normally they build banks and high rises and museums and stadiums this time they did toilets quite tiny little buildings and as i like tokyo and as i like architecture i was curious to go and see and it was an open invitation i looked at the toilets i liked them but i didn't feel like doing these featurettes these documentary features on the architects and these creations. I realized there was something bigger behind the whole thing and behind that invitation. And I realized there was a movie to be made that could tell a bigger story. And I told these producers, let me do something else. Instead of four documentaries, let me tell a real story about that it would involve these toilets, but would talk in a bigger way about the sense of the common good that I see so well at work here in Tokyo. And it became a story about a man who cleaned these toilets. And they said, well, do you think you can do it in the same time it would take to shoot four documentaries? Yes, I said. <laughs> four times, four days, 16, I can do it. And so I wrote Perfect Days together with the Japanese co-writer. And you took just uh, two and a half weeks or so to film the movie? We only had these 16 days for these <laughs> initial four documentaries. And we did it. I mean, we had to reduce our locations. That is always the most time-consuming thing. So we had these toilets in these little parks in Shibuya. It was just one area of Tokyo. We knew where the man lived in another area on the other side of town. So he was always driving to work in the morning and the evening. So it was also a little road movie. And that was basically our locations. The film has such an appreciation of the mundane and the sense of commitment to the work that Hirayama has in this film as he cleans toilets throughout his day. And share a bit with with what you were trying to do here with showing the dignity and importance in the work that he did. 
Well, he's doing a work that is considered quite low in the social scale. And he's, in a way, a strange monk figure. He lives in a, lives a very simple life, but he lives a very content life. And he's happy with doing his work for others. And he lives a very exemplary life, I feel, now that we have that we all enter this post-pandemic time and we all sort of should ask ourselves how does life go on Hirama gives a very specific answer how life could go on and how a different life could go on I mean not everybody needs to clean toilets but we all have to ask ourselves how do we live in a time that our planet faces so many problems we're talking with filmmaker Vim Vendors. His latest film, Perfect Days, set completely in Japan. The film is in Japanese, though the star of the film, Koji Yakusho, has very few lines as the lead character of Hirayama. It's his face that does so much of the acting and does it beautifully. He's the winner of the Best Actor for his performance at the Cannes Film Festival. What led you to Koji Yakusho? He was the perfect man for this. I knew his career. I knew all his all the films he had made ever since Shall We Dance and Babel. And I've seen samurai films of his and cop movies of his, and he was always good. And he had always has these amazing eyes and this empathy. So when I considered making a fictional story about this man who was doing a public service job, I said to the producers, Well, we need a great actor and I know one. <laughs> and they said, well, who? And I said, Koji Akush. And, and they said, well, let's give it a try. And then when Koji heard that I had this project, he said, well, if Wim is going to make this movie, I know there's no script yet, but I'm in. And so we did this in the fall. And he didn't have all that much time. He basically had three weeks in October. And we shot it in that short time frame. It's a terrific performance. Looking at the Tokyo of today, compare it, if you will, to the nearly 40 years ago when you did the documentary Tokyo Ga, and then, of course, 70 years ago, going back to Tokyo's story in post-war Japan. Well, when I shot in 82, it was just two people. My DOP at Lachman and me, we shot a true documentary in the streets we didn't even speak japanese and didn't have a translator and took us a while to actually be successful in our search of the traces of yasujiro ozu in tokyo of 1982 he had died in 62 no 63 and we were in 83 so 20 years later i tried to make a film on his traces and we did eventually find the cameraman with whom he had worked the last 20, 30 years of his life and his actor with whom he had made, made almost all of his 52 films, except for one, Ryo Shishu. So we were successful in the end, but it was a naive enterprise because we were really hopeless, the two of us, Eddie and myself as sound engineer. But we were carried by this love for Ozu's films and we were lucky in the end. And Tokyo at the time, was just at the beginning of becoming the science fiction city that it then did become in the end of the 80s or the 90s. Today, it's unrecognizable to the Tokyo of 1983, but I still like it, and it still has an incredible cityscape. It still is partly science fiction. 
it still has areas that are full of old low wooden houses and next to it high rises like this incredible tower the sky tree in the shade of which our man Hirayama lives it's in almost every scene <laughs> the sky tower it's so and it's a great juxtaposition with the very modest apartment that that uh, Hirayama lives in Music is a big part of Perfect Days, as it often is in your films. Hirayama drives while listening to cassettes of his favorite artists. Music was a huge part in Ry Cooter's score of, of Paris, Texas. You've done many music documentaries like Buena Vista Social Club. What does the music that Hirayama listens to in this film, What what is the meaning behind those songs? Well, when we wrote the script, my Japanese co-writer Takuma and I, we did put some songs into it because we felt it was part of the storytelling. I was a little worried that I put all my favorite songs and asked Takuma, am I not imposing my own musical taste on our Japanese hero? And he said, oh, no, no. The 70s was his youth, and I swear to God, he listened to the same things that you did. So we put in all these songs, and we strictly put it in because they were helping us to tell the story, and they were part of the story. We'll continue our conversation with filmmaker Vim Vendors, best known for his narrative movies Paris, Texas, and Wings of Desire. His newest, which is just out in theaters, Perfect Days, stars Japanese actor Koji Yakusho as a Tokyo restroom cleaner. We've been hearing about the genesis of the idea for the film shot in 16 days. We'll talk more with Vim Vendors about his career and his films when we come back in just one minute on Film Week. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center presenting American Mariachi by Jose Cruz Gonzalez. It's the 1970s and women can't be mariachis. Or can they? American Mariachi is a feel-good comedy about familia, amor, and tradición that will send your heart soaring and put a bounce in your step with a wave of vibrant, infectious live music. On stage through June 9th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAist comes from Pasadena Water and Power, inviting everyone to join the ripple effect. Water plays a pivotal role in our lives, and every individual's actions matter in preserving this resource. Each action we take starts the ripple of change, making a greater impact throughout the community. Be part of the ripple effect and learn more about water programs, workshops, and ways to save at pwpweb.com slash the ripple effect. It's Film Week on L.A. Estate 89.3. I'm Larry Mantle with filmmaker Vim Vendors, whose new movie, Perfect Days, is a slice of life, two hours in the life uh, of a man who cleans restrooms, beautiful restrooms, albeit, in Tokyo. And we get to see, as he goes about his work, the beauty that he finds in, in his everyday life. Vim, uh, he's he's an amateur photographer. He he uses uh, an old camera to take actual uh, photographs that are printed that he picks up at the at the camera store. Um, and share with us a bit about how you work with your cinematographer here to create the beautiful images, the things that take 
uh, the lead character out of the mundane routine nature of his life? The routine, even if it's mundane, and the word routine itself does have a bad aftertaste in our own lives, but we made his routine beautiful. We made his routine almost a daily ritual because he, like every good actor, um, he gets up in the morning and he has everything as if it was the first time and he loves his job and he loves doing it for others and he lives in the moment. He has that capacity of living in the moment. Part of that is seeing little things that he likes and he does like what the sun does when it shines through leaves and throws these beautiful um, light spectacles on a wall on the floor. The Japanese have a word for it, komorebi, and he likes to take pictures. My DOP and I try to adjust to his world, and as he lives in this little apartment, we wanted to be able to show his place well, and so if you shoot it in widescreen or cinemascope, you never see the floor. And you never see how small it is. So we shot in a very old format of three to four, like very old movies, like Yasujiro Ozu's movie at a long time. And also the toilets are so small. So that format, that old square format was perfect for us. And even if we shoot with modern uh, digital cameras. Well, Franz Lustig uh, did an incredible job shooting the film, and I'm so glad you explained why you used the narrower aspect ratio to create the feel of, of what you were going for. And I'm also glad that you raised the issue of routine and the beauty of it, because I think for many of us who are people who follow routines to sort of, you know, keep keep our lives uh, on track and to be able then to enjoy some of the spontaneous things that happen. This is really, uh, it's a testament to uh, the, the, the comfort that comes from the routine. And is that part of what you were, you were attempting to relate in your character's life to the audience? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the word comfort between, because routine also gives his life structure and inside that structure, he has an amazing freedom to enjoy life. He has his routine and he gets up in the morning and he gets out of his house and he looks at the sky and laughs and he gets a cup of coffee from the vending machine and he drives to Tokyo, listen to music and he does his job well. He's proud of doing it well and then he goes home and as he has a simple apartment with no shower or anything, he goes to the public bathhouse and then he takes his bike to his bar and has a drink and a little snack and goes home and reads, well, for instance, Faulkner. And <laughs> and so, and he's happy. He's happy with little, you see. He doesn't buy many books. He only buys the new books when he's finished Wild Palms. He buys another book. And also with his photography, he finishes that reel of film. And when he fi has finished it, he goes and brings it to develop and buys one more reel. So, <laughs> just as well as he only buys one book when he goes to his favorite bookstore. And he, of course, he buys a used book. So he has very little. And with the very little he has, he has maximum pleasure. When he goes to sleep in the evening, you have a feeling, oh, I would love to have that life where I can go to sleep and feel this was a good day. Yeah, a minimalist life, uh, so so true. Your your previous film, Anselm, shows the artistry of Anselm Kiefer, and you've seen your documentaries 
have tremendous influence, Buena Vista Social Club, really leading to a revival of appreciation in Cuban music. And, and I wonder what you hope happens when you're doing a documentary that profiles a specific artist, whether it's the choreographer, Pina Bausch, or, or Kiefer or others. What are you hoping will come, not just in the moment when the viewers are watching the film, but in the aftermath? Well, an appreciation for Cuban music was certainly the result of Buena Vista Social Club. And this was very, very beautiful music and almost forgotten by these old men who were still making the same music for their entire lives and were considered obsolete when we started making the movie. And in the end of the film, they're playing Carnegie Hall and New York were standing on the chairs of Carnegie Hall and they, and they were applauded like as if they were the Beatles. So... Films can tell people to appreciate something. And people did appreciate the the fantastic, beautiful, emotional work of Pina Bausch and her invention, the dance theater. I didn't make this film for dance connoisseurs, but for people who didn't know her work yet and, and would then love it. And the same with Anselm. I think he's a tremendous painter, one of the most daring contemporary painters who who really thinks that everything can be painted from the universe to philosophy, to history, to religion, to mythology, to poetry. He is the painter who can paint anything and everything. And his art is a true experience. And so I made a film that allows the audience to enter into that experience, to appreciate, because I really make movies quite often, especially in my documentaries, like, the one on Salgado's photography, Salt of the Earth, for people to get to know my greatest <laughs> pleasures, for instance. And I was so much taken by Buena Vista Social Club, by the musicians or by the art of Pina Bausch, and I wanted to share that. And filmmaking is a great way to share something yeah. you love. In closing, I want to ask you about being a member of what's called the German New Wave of the 70s. You emerge in the 70s, as does Werner Herzog, um, uh, Werner Fassbinder's films, which are very influential, and even though he passed very young, his films still carry uh, tremendous significance today. Um, this group of artists that that you're a part of, what do you see as as the influence and and anything of German culture that you think um, filmmakers from Germany of your generation have brought to the world? We were not really a school or the, the a wave. Every one of us had his own history and his it's his own cinematic tradition. And Werner Herzog, he. Loved German expressionist film films. Fassbinder loved American melodramas. I myself lo- loved American action films a lot. Howard Hawks uh, or John Ford. Well, that wasn't action films, but westerns. So we all had our self-made uh, tradition, and we weren't in our other in each other's ways. And maybe the beauty of the new German cinema was that it was an act of sheer solidarity. We're helping each other and the success of the others helped each of us. And it became a very free kind of cinema that certainly was very influential in independent American cinema. I think some of our films were influential and did influence a whole generation of young filmmakers all over the world. 
know, I think of Paris, Texas, because I, I love the American Southwest and have traveled it a great deal. And I see so many European tourists from Germany and Italy and elsewhere who seem to appreciate the American West often more than Americans themselves do. And I think of Paris, Texas, as much in that tradition as a European eye on this beautiful part of the United States that perhaps we don't appreciate as much as someone like yourself who brought fresh eyes to it. And thank you, Vim Vendors, for joining us on AirTalk. We appreciate it very much. Thank you so much, Larry. All my best. Take care. Appreciate it. Perfect Days, the newest film from Vim Vendors in theaters now. From all of us at Film Week, thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.